Hey, welcome to Buzz Talks. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Diego Maradona, the injuries that are plaguing the EPL, and the BLM controversy between in the game between Millwall and Derby County. Hey, welcome to Buzz Talks. How are you guys doing? I'm Michael. Hi, Buzz here. Finally. We get to hear Mike's beautiful voice. Mike, how are you? Where have you been? <sighs> a lot of things been happening. No, I'm I've been out because I've been taking a <clears throat> a writing course. So I couldn't I couldn't ah. I couldn't be with Buzz talking about football. Although a lot yeah, of yeah. things happened uh in the in the in the time where I wasn't here. But yeah, I'm so, I'm hey. back to talk about that. Yeah, finally the uh, OG is back. Hey, how was your how how was your writing course? It was good. I I, re- I learned a lot of things. I did very well. Um, I was also really really busy. Like I I was I'm stuck to this chair for like four or five hours a day just <laughs> just writing. So <laughs> that's what I did. So can we expect you to be publishing a book soon, or at least in the near future? I in the in a couple of years. That's my goal. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Uh, for for our listeners who don't know, right, Mike? Uh, what kind of book do you actually have dreams of of uh, publishing? Actually, I also don't know lah. I just pretend that it's actually for our listeners. <laughs> um, I like writing fiction. Um, Wait, fiction is fake, right? Yeah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Fiction is fake. And yeah, yeah. I yeah, I want to write a novel in a couple of years. Finish writing ah. and getting it published. Hopefully. Nice, Hopefully. nice. Fingers crossed. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Uh so we will definitely be cheering on Mike, you know. So uh there might be times when he is busy writing. That's where we can tune into all the other episodes that we have. But for now, uh Mike, since it's been a while, right? Uh and I'm I've always been doing the plugin. Can you do the plugin? Plugin, okay. Um, follow us, uh, Buzz Talks at uh, <clears throat> on Instagram, Buzz Talks. You can email us any comments, any feedback to buzztalks2020 at gmail dot com. You can Fantastic. follow us on Instagram. You can follow us um, on in on our blog, and our TikTok is about to. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok is what yeah, we're, about, we're about to have a TikTok account too. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mike's gonna be uh, in charge of TikTok account, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it? Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, our WordPress is bustalks.wordpress.com. Uh, that usually covers our reports on games. Uh, from time to time, we do it because it's actually uh, quite. It, it takes time to to you have to actually watch the game now. So uh, please stay tuned to that. Uh, otherwise, listen to, to us on our podcast, which I'm happy to report. Uh, I I like to do this with Mike because this is you know both this podcast is our our pet project lah. So I like to share with him all this stat attack, even though he doesn't like it. Uh, shout out to the people of the United States. Uh, from Washington, Texas, Virginia, California. Ohio and Oregon. Uh, I I I'm not sure whether it has increased or decreased. It, it looks pretty steady, but our listeners from Singapore has increased. We're up to a seventy-one percent now. Nice. How you feel, Mike? Uh, I'm still wondering why people listen to us, but yeah, thank you for uh, being here. <laughs> okay. Uh, our most listened to episode. Uh, at least on our anchor platform. It shows uh, 40 plays. So thanks to the people that listen in. Our estimated audience, uh, take a guess. 200. Oh, that's, that's actually uh, not bad, you know. We had 200 plays. What? Our actual... <laughs> yeah, we had 200 plays for all, for all of our episodes so far. That was me. I'm just randomly playing. <laughs> from 200 different uh, computers. Oh. <laughs> And our estimated audience size is 35. Nice. And we had 25 unique listeners in the last seven days. So thank you okay. to everyone that's listening in. 
yeah, thank you guys. On, on Spotify, I don't know how. I, I really don't know how they they count this. On Spotify, we got a different number. Okay. On Spotify, we had fifty four starts for one of our episode. With thirty six list, uh, twenty eight listeners for that episode. That's mad, man. That's mad. People are actually tuning in to us talk about football, man. Yeah, we'd like to hear from you. By the way, if if you just want to tell us that we suck, you know, just email Buzz. Tell him he sucks. <laughs> or if, if you, you miss g- listening to to Mike's voice, you know, just email us and and we'll try to have him on more often. Yeah, if you want to praise me, also send the email. <laughs> Okay, uh, now let's get on to the uh, crux of the show, man. Okay. What's the first topic? Diego Maradona. What a legend. So, uh, for Diego Maradona, what's your most... Uh, what's this? Most memorable episode of Diego Maradona? I actually used to have a... A documentary, like I like um, my dad had a CD of a documentary on Maradona, and like I remember I would watch it oh, a lot, and you know I I I've no I've I I've I've had a lot of you know Maradona facts in my head ever since I was a kid, and I wow. he's 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 he used to be my brother's favorite player, and he and he and he used to like to, to like. Whenever we played, he like dribbled like crazy all the time. Would you say that Mar- Maradona is like, like a proper, you know, like Messi levels? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I think that they're not really that similar players, even though you know they 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 dribble a lot. But Mm-mm. yeah, in in terms of talent, Messi is the only one in the current game who's even close to that that level. Ah, so that's your most memorable episode of Diego Maradona. Yeah, just watching his games, some of the games. Okay. Well, to be fair, uh, I only watch like uh those you know like those clips that you see on YouTube showing like the greatness of of this person. So I ever watched uh the hand of God moment. And I thought like, wow, this guy is such a cheater. But my memorable uh, Diego Maradona moment uh, was definitely when he was the coach of Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that was mad. And uh, not only that, when he was the coach of Argentina, if I remember correctly, I think during one of the uh, matches, he actually got, uh, somebody actually delivered, like, I think, drugs to him. No, no. <laughs> I remember that that, that wasn't that wasn't when he was uh so that was actually quite what, what, recently what? um yeah it wasn't the, oh he wasn't the coach for Argentina is it no no he was uh so so I think there's still a there was a documentary how of how Maradona became the coach of this uh, Mexican team I think uh huh and it's on it's on Netflix really and, oh, yeah really and. <laughs> so so the dealer came with the drugs in the <laughs> with the drugs in his pocket went straight to the bench where where Maradona was was uh sitting down and this is this is during a freaking game right and uh, <laughs> he he was fiddling with something in his pocket and and and, and every all of the staff knew who this guy was and so they all blocked the camera <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was that was mad honestly man's a fucking legend <laughs> uh of course there, there 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 are other more uh it's not that we condone it this is just no we absolutely maradona... condone it <laughs> <laughs> uh what made maradona uh him so i think other than that i think that there are a few clips where he's uh, what I think he picked up the ball in the in the middle of the field. Then he just dribbled past four or five players. Yeah. Oh oh oh. No four the, or five players, like literally almost all of the team. Really? Ah oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the other one that I wanted that I wanted to say was uh, when he warmed up. Oh yeah, with the with the ball. I think there was a yeah yeah. He he just warmed up as if it, you know we, they don't have like professional. Warming up that we see these days, he was just like yeah. you know, just shaking his body, letting loose. Yeah, yeah, the, mad, man. Yeah, it, it's like I feel like Maradona is from that era where 
you know, sports is not quite so professionalized. It's there's still a mm. bit of the amateurish kind of like culture there. You know, it's like you know, you know how they say that in the '90s when Arsene Wenger came to to the EPL, you know, he brought in mm. like modern diets and stuff like that, and like every player was still you know smoking cigars and eating steaks before a game and shit like that. It's like yeah, yeah. He, he's definitely from that area where you know a professional athlete's life is not streamlined to maximize performance. You know, he drank, he ate whatever he wanted. He he didn't have like a a, a strict diet and a and a personal chef like making his every meal. You know. Yeah, it was it was really a period where you know football was just for the love of the game. Yeah, that's true. Um. And, and yeah, and really, when he left, I guess it would have been what the early nineties. That's when the that's when the game really started becoming more and more professional. Mm. So, uh, our well wishes to Maradona's family and uh, rest in peace, legend. Rest in peace. Yeah, Always we'll never forget remembered. that goal. Were you were you humiliated, England? <laughs> yeah, England will uh, always hate you, but we'll we'll always love you for it. Thank, thank you, Diego Maradona. All right now, moving on to our next topic that we have, it's regarding the recent spate of injuries that we keep seeing in all the professional leagues. Uh, Mike, you want to start cracking with this first? What uh, what do you think? I think it's I think it's fucking stupid. I think I think they should have kept the five substitutes, um, so to pre- to prevent injuries, because the players are playing, all are are like playing week after week after week, and whenever they're not playing their league games, they play international games. So literally, these these players have no rest at all, like no time to recover. It- like if you look, if you if you looked at um. Paris Saint Germain. Mm. After the the French league started um, earlier, right? They were very very early, and and actually, uh, when 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 PSG met Bayern Munich in the Champions League final, the French league had already started. Mm. So after that, so after the final, they rested for like one or two weeks, and then went straight into the season. Like, and now look at them, like. For that first few weeks, they had a freaking injury crisis. They had like, like they had the bare bones squad. Like they they couldn't even fill their subs. You know, you know what oh. I mean with 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 any first team first team players. Yeah, and and, and yeah, go ahead. Just just to give a little context to it, uh, I think most of the leagues are having five subs except for the EPL. Yeah. And and yeah, it's I, I think I think it's mad, but uh going back to that point that you were mentioning, recently I think Gary Neville said that this is actually the best time for any footballer because in the period of 2020, they actually had like a legit 3 months break during the lockdown. He argued that this break was enough and that if he were to be playing, it would be no issue. Uh, what what do you think of those comments? I think that's bullshit. Because sure, they had a three month break, but if you're playing, the break should be in the middle of them uh, playing rather than at the start, right? Mm. Because you have to you have to you play 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 play, and then you should have. Uh, a period to rest and then start playing again. Now, they had the break, and then they they they've they've just started playing with not with 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 no stopping at all. If you were, I think, in my opinion, if you were to ask some kind of you know a professional physiotherapist, you know someone who is uh, an expert in fitness and conditioning they're going to tell you that these are not optimal conditions to play 
Yeah. Uh, and this was, uh, and and it's it's uh, as we mentioned, uh, it, uh, the Premier League are the only major league in the in Europe to use three, but according to yeah. an article uh, published in the Guardian on uh 18 November, Premier League begins yeah. move to reintroduce use of five substitutes. So I think they finally realizing that, uh, like you mentioned, it's it's very is. Schedule is quite strenuous on 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 the players itself because I think it's near what what lunacy or or madness that we're playing football every three days and for this for yeah. the case of like Manchester United, I think they had the same eleven for a good what eleven to fourteen games without changing and that's mad man. It really is like you know um, people. You know, sometimes people like just don't give a shit when it when it comes to a a player's Welfare. health. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they they like to say that you know, oh hey, you know he's played millions, he should be playing all the damn time. Mm. But the fact is that you know, if you if you don't th- take care of the players, they're gonna break down, and you're gonna be paying him millions, but he'll be on the bench doing physio. You know, it's like there's only so much that that the human body can take. But so you have to, you have to just take care of the guys' bodies. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's absolutely insane. It's considered quite quite ridiculous that the EFL clubs, you know, the the lower league, just just yeah. one one the one tier below, they're actually using five subs, but not uh the Premier League. Not the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. So so w- would you? I'm guessing you're gonna just disagree and say that uh, by using by allowing for five subs, it would give uh, top teams like you know Manchester City, Liverpool a better chance to win games as compared to a smaller team. Uh, no disrespect, let's say like Leeds or your Burnleys and your son, uh, Sheffield United. You think it will give them additional advantage or at this point in time? The five subs. The main reason why everybody should be pro five subs is player safety. I think so. Um, I mean, I don't know about. I feel like it's not like. I guess you can argue that that the bigs it that maybe the big sides can can take advantage, mm. you know, of the five sub rule more because they got bit, bigger squads and shit, but. I mean, what are you gonna do? You're gonna play your best players to the ground, you know. The 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 smaller clubs need to need to need to realize that, you know, your best players can't play every 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 game all the yeah. time. I, I'm I'm actually quite surprised that they don't see it the other way in in a sense that because that the bigger t- uh teams are rotating their players, it could yeah. be in their favor where they are. Playing against a weakened team, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I, not, not, not to only, be honest, hmm. I go go on, go on. To be honest, when when people say that you know this five subs thing, um, you know, so we've only been playing with the with this five subs, uh, rule right? Just this year, twenty twenty, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like people have come. Like it, there's not enough games played to come to the conclusion to come to a, a, a you know a re, a, re, a real solid conclusion to say that big that the bigger the so-called bigger teams uh, have the advantage have the advantage. It's just you know there's not enough time played. I feel like yeah, yeah. also you can see you you can see a lot of the bigger teams don't even use sometimes don't even use all five subs. Mm. When they play, and and that's the other argument that a, a lot of uh pundits fans are actually making uh comments about because they they mention that uh, for people like Pep and Jurgen Klopp, they they complain that they you know we should have be having five subs, but they yeah. only made one substitution out of the possible three. Do you think this is yeah. a fair argument? I think that kind of um, although if. If they had five subs, maybe you know they're well. Okay, well, well. First of all, 
it's kind of a chicken and egg situation, right? Mm-mm. If everyone's injured, how many how many how many subs can you really throw into the game? You know, if their bench is already very thin, like of course they're gonna make you know one sub. You only use one sub out of the three, for example. Yeah. Right? So to have a healthier, you know, to prevent injuries in the longer in, run, yeah. In the longer run, I think putting five subs is a, is a good idea. I think it it should have been the sensible idea from the start. Yeah. I think in 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 this kind of context, what what we tend to forget is the priority and the common sense that that should come with it. So instead yeah. instead of uh, I think what what was done was originally they tried to keep the integrity of the sport, or integ- yeah. integrity of the competition rather. So they maintained the uh the three subs rule, but then you got yeah. to take it into context of of. The period that we're living in, which is you know COVID times, and and yeah. you're having that every three average of every three days you're playing a game, and the game is all over uh all over Europe and and it it you know you got to take into account the traveling time, the the traveling effects on on a player and and so on and so forth before you can just you know try yeah like 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 we we mentioned I think both of us mentioned that. Uh, the health of the players is without the players there there wouldn't be people tuning in. Exactly. Fantastic. Uh, any other things that that you wish they they would be doing uh, in this COVID times, like football wise? I think um, maybe it's possible to bring back. I don't know so, some of the. You remember how when when post COVID they were ha- were they were taking breaks. Oh, right. D- d- every, during the game itself, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could also bring that back. I think that would also really help. Mm, I don't know, but I'm not sure. You know, I'm I'm not an expert. Yeah, I'm. I mean, that, that that's the beauty of of our podcast. We're just speaking it from a uh, fan's point of view. Yeah, yeah. And, but okay. uh, so so you you you'd want to bring the uh what's it the water breaks uh back into the game. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, just to help, just can I ask when is the five subs uh coming back? Uh, is there a specific date? According to the article, they are in discussions, but they didn't specify a date. I'm I'm assuming okay. it it has they probably got to get clearance from the Premier League uh itself, the FA, and then I'm not sure whether broadcasters will be involved. Okay. Because a lot of these decisions, I think, are heavily based on broadcasters, which is why, like, uh, recently Ole and uh, Jurgen Klopp are complaining about the twelve thirty slots, and it just dawned on me, you know, when they say they're playing at twelve thirty, they're literally playing at lunchtime. Can you imagine if, if let's say they do it here in Singapore, where you gotta play at twelve thirty game? Yeah. That's mad, man. Yeah, it's very. That's insane. Oh, okay. If if it's me, if there's one thing that uh I think the EPL should be bringing back is to stop football. Honestly. Yeah. Because I yeah. I think that's to be the, honest. I agree. Right. Like. Who who which which it's teams? It's just crazy that which teams are having a lot of in the middle of a goddamn pandemic. Right, and and I think there's a team like uh Liverpool has been decimated with uh. Covid cases. Any other teams that you can? Uh, for a while, Arsenal was also. Uh, were were they really? Covid cases. Who who yeah. who was on the who who had covid? Dude, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't even remember Liverpool. Uh, PSG. I think Mbappe was one of them. Zlatan Zlatan was one of them. Yeah, yeah. But this this like, is man. <clears throat> remember there was. Remember there was the um. Uh, a couple of months ago, when when Syria started, uh, Juventus and Napoli were supposed to play. Okay. But the but the match didn't go through because there was an outbreak and the whole Napoli team couldn't play. Oh yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like I think that's uh, I think that's the biggest um example. outbreak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 mad. We 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 really twenty twenty has been. A year of mad stuff. Do you remember, like at the start of the year, like places were on fire and whatnot, and then we had <laughs> yeah. we had like COVID, and now, like, 
in in we're, we're recording this in December. This will probably be published uh in December or you know before the hopefully before the new year. Uh, and I think it's just it's it's really mad that we're still having this in in like you said in in a pandemic situation. Yeah, I just I feel like football should be like the lowest priority. Right, but I th- I think the the commercialism of it is 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 what's forcing people to go through. I think there were a few players who who didn't wanted to play because of COVID, right? At, yeah. When when they were about to restart. Yeah, famously, Golo Kante didn't want to play. Is they, it? They want yeah, because uh, post uh, you know, come you, you remember that period of time post the three months? Yeah, the just lockdown, back. lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, you know, he he just I think he just had a baby. Ah. Oh. Like. He was like, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna put my baby at risk. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, and I think, I, yeah, I think that was in Golo Kante. And I think you know what what makes all of this worse that football is ongoing. What? It helps yeah. fuel uh people who are misinformed about COVID that it's it's a not not a serious uh yeah. disease or outbreak that's going on. Yeah. Like uh like Zlatan. Zlatan recovered and, and even Zlatan said it's a serious stuff but the perception that the public has is oh uh, Zlatan didn't have COVID COVID had a case of Zlatan yeah it's like I don't know it's like the clubs want, want the teams to play Mm-mm. and like some are some are even like trying to push for people in stadiums which is nuts Right, and and they're having they're having. I think EPL has has registered a, their first few uh, stadium attendees. I think they're capped at two thousand, and uh, according yeah. to whatever tiers. But I, it's 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 a real fine balance because stadiums need people to come in, but at the same time, you kind of have to prioritize health. So I guess they took precautionary measures by giving everybody mass uh mass a mask on and 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 all that all the jazz yeah all the mitigation vector okay so to transition out of this i think we've been going on about uh covid and and its effect on football uh do you think this is the season we'll see weird uh winners in 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 each of the leagues it's possible it's possible any, um, any like I think what Real Sociedad is leading the uh, La Liga is it or is it Atletico Madrid Atletico but Real Sociedad um, are up there as well right yeah I think they're the top four who else uh, yeah I, I remember I saw a Guardian uh, article saying um, the reason why Atletico and Tottenham are at the top is because their their football is kind of Fits, I guess uh, it's the it's the timeline. It's like I don't know. It's it's like their style of football, the the low blocks, etc., etc., is more fits the 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 fact that that um you know it's it's not as physically intensive mm. because because if you look at um if you look at for example Liverpool right Klopp yeah, yeah. and uh and I guess Pep too the the intense pressing that is in their style, you know, is very, very demanding on a, on a, on a player's phys- uh, physical abilities. And, you know, it requires you to be explosive, right? And, and so the, you, you can't be, you can't sustain that kind of explosiveness throughout whole season, especially this kind where you're playing every few days. Mm-mm. So, so if so, it, so a lot of so some people are thinking that maybe Atletico Madrid and um, Spurs, Tottenham's yeah. Uh, yeah style fits this kind of um, this kind of world we're living in. It, it certainly the low block is much is is much less uh, physically demanding. It lends some credibility in a sense of based on what what we're seeing as a results and and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. if if let's say uh, to close out this topic, who are you expecting to win? Uh, the La Liga, the French League, the German League, the Italian League, and the EPL. 
I mean, okay. German League and German League, I think it's quite quite straightforward. It's gonna be Bayern Munich. It's gonna be Bayern Munich. French League is gonna be PSG. Um, yeah. Although it won't be straightforward because the, who's the difference between them? them and others is not as is not as big. Is it? Wow. I genuinely did not know that. How about how about the yeah. Uh, what, what do you have the stats here? Are, are you bringing up the stats? Yeah. So yeah. So PSG is just two points ahead of Lille. Wow. That, um, that's a first, man. Yeah. That's that's not big. Normally the the the. the I mean, I'm pretty sure they they they'll still win, but you know it it won't be it'll, as it'll dominant be closer, as, yeah, as it yeah. used to be. How about the uh, what 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 have you know? Oh, uh, the Italian league, man. Italian league. I feel like AC Milan could really. Possibly do it. I don't know. Oh yeah, AC Milan out of nowhere. Suddenly they're at the top. Because AC Milan are are at the top, and and they're and, and they've and they're really convincing. You know, mm. it's like it's 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 not just some kind of burst of of um performance or or, or like you know a stretch of good results. That's why they're at the top. At the top. They've been consistently. Uh, been very good and and they've beaten a lot of the top teams. Wow, that's just very very impressive to be. That's news to me that they've beaten a lot of top teams. Uh, yeah, I oh, sure yeah, they, they beat uh, Napoli. Yeah, they beat uh, Napoli three uh, one. They beat Inter two one. Yeah, yeah, I think they also beat Juve. I think. No, Juve not yet. Uh, the other one I think oh, yeah. you okay. were referring to is uh Udinese. Udinese. And, yeah, yeah, and and they drew with Roma three three. And they played Atalanta. Atalanta not yet. Not yet. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it it it, it seems like they've beaten all the. Up, uh, well, they've they've tied with Atalanta. Yeah, the 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 title ch- like. challenges. So uh, I have the table with me. Uh, for the Italian yeah. league, uh, inter the Milan teams uh, are in the lead. Uh, uh, inter uh, AC Milan has a game in hand over Inter Milan with a uh, two point advantage over them. Juventus yeah. are in the twentieth spot. Uh, five wins, five draws. That's that's not something we we see every day. Uh, yeah, and Inter Milan, uh, AC Milan, sorry, are the only ones with uh. Along with Juventus, are the only ones with unbeaten records. Seven played, uh, nine played, seven wins, two draws. So, uh, inter- uh, AC Milan, sorry for the victory here, at the end of this uh pandemic season. It's possible. I'd like to see them win. Okay. Also, so, also, yeah. a lot of people are under underestimating the amount of uh rebuilding Pirlo has to do. Oh, for Juventus, because, yeah. Yeah, because... For uh, a moment, I was thinking, wait, since when uh, Pirlo was in charge of AC Milan, I was like, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he used yeah, to play for AC Milan. Gonna, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um, you know, Ju- Juventus is... You know, normally they'd be, you know, so far ahead of everyone, Yeah, they're right? running away from it, yeah. They're just, they're just trashing everyone. Um... But I think they have to. It's taking. They they have to take a. A rebuild, and the, the their season might suffer for it. That's true. I don't uh, know. Okay. Uh, moving quickly to La Liga, uh, Atletico Madrid, Real Sociedad, uh, Real Madrid, and Villarreal are in the top four at the moment. So, uh, I think we both agree that Atletico Madrid most likely might surprise us and win this season. Yeah. Um, Joao Felix is doing good. Yeah, he certainly. The defense is. is back. I feel like. So yeah, I I I'd like to see them win it. I'd like to see Atletico win it. All right, so uh, that's uh, Atletico to win it for La Liga. Yeah. AC Milan to win it for uh Italian league. Uh, PSG yeah. to edge it out quite closely for the French league and. I managed to obviously win the uh, German Bundesliga. Now for our favorite e- uh, EPL, we got Chelsea, Spurs, Leicester, Liverpool, and surprisingly, uh, I was genuinely surprised. Man United are in the top five. 
They're still within yeah. the the the, the what, title cha- challenges pack. Uh, who do you think will win it? I don't know. I don't know. My my guess. I have a funny feeling, and, and I've been saying it is uh for quite some time. I think Spurs are gonna win it for some reason. I I feel like I mean right now Spurs are definitely like the best team right now. Um. Okay, but do I see them continuing this kind of you know the success and winning it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like for me, for me, EPL is the most volatile. Like anybody can beat anybody. And hardest, right? hardest to predict. I think that's why I don't wanna, I don't wanna make a prediction quite yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think like I said, I think Spurs. I have this funny feeling Spurs will win it, but Chelsea has the best squad to do it. So, yeah. Uh, and and that closes out our COVID topic, I guess. Uh, Mike, what's the last topic that we were going to talk about? We're going to talk about Millwall versus Derby. Not the game. But the controversy. What happened before yeah. it. What happened before it. So, I, I, I think uh, as we quickly move on to it, it's the Black Lives Matters. And... Yeah. I think at the start of this season, uh, the Premier League uh, actually s- took a stance away from supporting uh, Black Lives Matter. They've, they've dropped it from their, uh, uh, I think, on their jerseys. So now, uh, yeah. a lot the uh, for those that don't know what's going on, so I think for in, in recent months, some teams or some matches before the game starts, players usually take, take a knee. Just like yeah. uh, how Colin Kaepernick uh, did it in the States uh, for the NFL. NFL, right? Is it yeah. NFL? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in so, NFL, yeah. So, so it has caught on to, to football. What what do you think about all this? Do you think this is needed or do you think uh, the politics of, of Black Lives Matter should be kept out of sport? Absolutely not. I feel like... I I think that... Look, if, if you, if you want to... A lot of people say that, that politics and sports should be separate, but I don't think so. If uh, you know, the reason why why Colin Kaepernick and, and everyone in in the in, in, <coughs> so so in the, in the states, right? Um, you know, it started with Colin Kaepernick, but a lot of you know sportsmen have also followed his Lead, his yeah. example. Mm-mm. Is because, you know, just because these guys are, are you know, living these, these uh, incredible lives, doesn't mean that they are not immune to the violence that is wrecking their community. That's why the NBA, you know, a lot of NBA players, you know, kneel is 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 to. Point to the fact that you know violence is is violence is uh, destroying their communities, and so you know I think that and, and 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 let's be real, racism has been a problem with in in football for a long long time, right? We know this. That's true. That's true. So if if you if you really if you really want to combat that that racism. And you can't be neutral. You gotta say no. I, I stand with the black players. I, you know, I kneel with them. I support them. I think that, I think that, it should be. I think, I think it. it I think they did the right thing, kneeling. And really, it was it was so ugly hearing hearing the fans actually boo the players kneeling on the field. Yeah. So I I went to read up on it. Like, you know, why why certain fans or why the Millwall fans feel that way. I think one yeah. of the MP came out and said that, you know, uh, like like we mentioned, they, they felt that politics and football shouldn't mix and, and that all these people, uh, uh, what's this? Uh, they don't have the rights. But personally, I, I don't think they don't have the rights. I mean, it's their community. They're expressing yeah. it in in solidarity of okay. If if you take aside Black Lives Matter, uh, yeah, 
and and you just focus on uh the EPL actually uh what's the original original slogan for racism? No room for racism. How is this any different? It's it's just like a rebranding of sorts, you know, or, or a more um, well known tagline for, for for people to talk about. And we know that that uh football is uh, racism in football is quite evident even at this day and age. Uh, people throwing uh bananas at black players, like yeah. and and it's well known uh players like uh who was it Danny Alves, Danny Alves, yeah, Balotelli, um, Balotelli, Moise Keane had to leave Italy. Because really? Of, because the yeah, because of, because the because the racism was so bad. Like. Like one of the first things, what was it? Uh, Ancelotti told uh, Moiskin when he came to Everton, you know, we're gonna protect you, you know, because because it it it's 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 bad. Like a lot of people try to say, you know, it's just you know, a, a few bad ones are the ones behind it, mm. but it's it's everywhere, it's everywhere. Um. And kick, kick, you know, the, the tagline kick out racism is very, very neutral, I feel like. Right. It, it doesn't really. It, like, you're not taking a yeah, stand. It, it, you, you're just like, uh, it's lip service. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like Black Lives Matter is better because it's more direct and it's showing who you support. You know? Yeah. It, it, it's funny that you, you mentioned this because uh, a cabinet minister and I think this uh, came out on the Daily Mail uh, today. Yeah. A cabinet minister yeah. uh, has branded Black Lives Matter a political movement that doesn't reflect what most of us believe uh, amid the backlash of Millwall fans booing the players. So this minister uh, in question is the Environment Secretary George uh, Eustace I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, yeah. And he said, you know, this uh, it, it's it's not about it's it's a political movement, like like mentioned. Yeah. And it's I, I don't know how how do you get through to such people that probably in their lives they they've never seen it or never encountered it. How how do we get them to understand? Because like uh, when we mentioned black players in in the Italian league. Uh, I've read reports yeah. that said that you know they are they are just doing this to to you know to provoke them because uh, that's the culture and and that's how we provoke your best player to to play mind games. What 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 do you say to this these people, Mike? I don't know. It ju- it just pisses me off how evasive they are. Like right. you know, s- someone throws someone throws a. a banana at you and they're like oh you know it, it's not it's just it's just uh they're just my, this uh, is just gamesmanship this is yeah, not yeah. about racism etc etc this is my game uh, no, this this is how we yeah pay, pay compliments to you to your player yeah I, I and i think that's that's uh bullshit because you know these these issues are not just you know, in sport itself, it's it's in society, right? It's a mm. reflection of society. That's why, you know, you, you can't just say this is just things that happen on a soccer field. No. This, this, black people are, are, you know, actually experiencing a lot of violence in their communities. So, you know, w- what are you going to do about it? And, and, People who just evade, people who just uh, don't do anything about it, I think are just not. They've made their decision by not actively supporting Black Lives Matter. And so I think you shouldn't try to even bring them to your position. It, it's, it's interesting that you, I think you concluded it quite well. Because if, if I can share some responses that, that uh, this article has said, and the FA, the Football Association, which is in charge of yeah. the, the English Football Leagues, uh, FA right. issued a statement uh, saying that the FA supports all players and staff that wish to take a stand against discrimination in a respectful manner. 
which uh, taking the knee is, uh, and they say which includes take, taking of the knee, and strongly condemns the behavior of any spectators that actively voice their opposition to such activities. And we have people like uh, Gary Lineker, uh, yeah. who tweeted that, let's be fair, it only appears to be a small minority of the Millwall fans that didn't boo the players taking the knee. Uh, and also, uh, former England striker Dion Dublin, uh, I don't know who he is, but he said uh, <laughs> to me, and I think this is in line with what you say, uh, he said to me they are racist. They don't agree with the taking of the knee, which means they're racist. I agree. Uh, and and this this is yeah, it's 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 really wow, it's really it's, sad that that we're having all this discussion when when you know it's actual lives of people that that has brought about this movement. There's I mean, there is so much evidence on the internet of black people being just dying because of racism mm. and the fact that they are giving all these evasive answers. They can. If, if if you think that these guys are like, you know, just trying to be non-political and stuff like that, I feel like the reason they're taking that is because they just don't believe in, in, in black in lives. The, yeah, that's true. So, how how should, how should, we, should we close this out, Mike? Uh, you think that, how how long more should, uh, should uh, is there a timeline that all the players involved should set for, for Black Lives Matter? Or is this something that we can see, you know, Players taking the knee for the next 10 years. It's up to them. I feel like uh, there's no timeline. I mean... It's a personal choice. Uh. Yeah. Or, or at least until we see substantial change. Uh, th- this is not really something that you can put on a timeline because this is... You know, Agreed. Agreed. Society change. Mm-mm. So... Societal change. So, you know... Who knows? Okay. Uh wow. Mike, I guess this is this is what you know, uh hopefully our listeners understand that in in recent episodes that we release when Mike is not around, uh yeah. it's more on the light lighter side of life where we we talk uh we're talking very uh personal experiences and we share. But then when whenever it feels like whenever Mike Mike and me are together we talk about the more intricate stuff about about football that that is because we're both passionate about it do you feel like like yeah. we should do you feel okay with it mike uh with with, with this setup mike or, or you feel that maybe we can talk about the more lighter side with you what, what do you think what do you think uh, we, we, we... Do, do you like this or not I, I don't mind it i like it yeah i feel like there are some there are some things that are hard to talk about but you have to talk about it exactly you know? Yeah, no, because we we recently got a lot of feedbacks from uh from people that actually listen in to us. Uh. So yeah. they they say that uh when you and I talk, and and this is yeah. we, we we completed all our three topics that we want to talk about today. So this is the casual, you know, just to close it off on a lighter note. Uh, people yeah. say that that we've been a bit too serious <laughs> in in uh whenever it's just us. What what, what do you say? To oh, that? is that what is right? It <laughs> okay. Um, have we, I feel like this is the most serious like um, issue we've ever talked right, about. Like, yeah. What are the other issues? No, I, I mean the other the other issues that we we talk about is more on the tactical tactical side of the game. So people uh, say that okay. that's, uh, it can be quite heavy, but it's something that we like. Yeah, and and, and we hope that you enjoy uh, our analysis of the game because I think if you watch football as on its own. You just see that people are just passing the ball around, but every yeah. single movement that they make is it's actually pre what's it called premeditated. Would would you yeah. say it's premeditated? It's planned. It's it's yeah, it's prepared. Yeah. Oh, by the way, ah, uh, what what? Young Min Son just scored a crazy goal against Arsenal. Really, <laughs> really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, while we're recording this, actually, this is close to what the 1 North PM. London derby is not happening. Yeah. Um, Okay, I mean, yeah, if 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 the but but yeah, if if the if the if our listeners want us to lighten up, <laughs> I don't mind. I mean, we'll um, still. I th- I think we'll still go on with uh with what we feel is interesting for the week. Yeah, we'll. It might be heavy, but yeah, it might be heavy, but but it's it's that's that's how much we we really like this game. We're just nerding out on football, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
okay, Mike. So, are we gonna? Um. Yeah. I mean, if, if any of the readers here, um, you know, have a suggestion of what topics, a lighter topic that we that you want us to talk about, we we'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before we close it out, Mike, have you heard any of the other episodes? Yeah, some of it. What What do you think? It's doing. It is good. I like it. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. Then, uh, the last question I want to ask: Have you yeah. already shared it with your friends in the state? God damn it, man! Everyone, I've I've shared it with everyone. I've really? With everyone. Honestly, has there been oh. feedback on 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 your side? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, what what what's some of the feedbacks? Because I I share you uh what I heard now now I want to hear what what's on your on your side. Um, to be honest, a lot of them are are um not really football like they're they're not really interested in football. Okay, no worries. So so most most of the stuff that they give me are like technical. Oh hey, don't do that. Don't do this. Stop with the filler words. Blah blah blah. <laughs> not really not really interesting. Wait, filler words they they called out on both of of our filler words or just you? Yeah, I I think I think they were. I mean, to be honest, it's not really something that you can. It's not something you can stop. That you can, yeah. I mean, we're 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 just casual podcasters. It's not like <laughs> like the professionals that you hear, you know, on on other podcasts are like ex DJs. <laughs> Yeah, you know they 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 practice it and and they have more time to spend on current presenters. Talking. Yeah, they have they have real scripts on hand, etc. etc. Ah, uh, that's so funny. Okay, okay. Uh, we'll we'll close it out with when when are we gonna see you next? Are you more free now? Yeah, although I might be taking another course in a month's time. Fantastic! Fantastic! Uh, we'll we'll catch up with Mike uh as soon as we can. Uh, hopefully this will be published uh before the new year. If not, uh, if this is published in twenty twenty one, happy new year! <laughs> happy new year, guys! Right, thank uh, you, whoever, wh- whoever is actually taking the time to listen. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, Mike. Uh, take care. Uh, stay safe. Yeah, you too. Happy new year, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Yeah. Bye. Everyone, thank you for coming to Bus Talks. Bye.